Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. This is a bit of a chattier episode. I get very lovely feedback when I do a more chatty episode. So that's what I'm going to do this week. And so yeah, there's just been a lot going on. It's been a huge, huge month or so, both on the business front and on the home front. Um, I had my retreat in Noosa. So I took a group away to Noosa. Uh, it, was, it was the first Bowl Darling retreat which was beautiful. And then I had the glow up. So I was obviously continuing my own glow up, which continues right now. And then I hosted the glow up. So the, the glow up experience that I hosted, which was part of my Bowl Darling launch. And then obviously had the Bowl Darling launch. <laughs> and then I had my birthday. So as I'm recording this, I've just come back from a weekend with girlfriends. We had a staycation at the Star in Sydney. And it was a weekend of shopping and eating and I honestly think we just did not stop talking. I feel like we had a conversation from <laughs> the minute we arrived uh, until we fell asleep each night and the second we were up again every morning. So it was so, so, so special. Uh, my birthday is tomorrow. So as I'm recording this, my birthday is tomorrow. And yeah, that was a, an early celebration with the girls. And then uh, Wade and I are heading away tomorrow for the night. It's our first night away since Wilder was born, which is just blowing my freaking mind, given that Wilder's 16 months old. So I'm so, so excited for that. We're heading to the coast for a night. And yeah, just full time for us. So excited. So excited. Uh, so yeah, there's just been a huge amount happening. Uh, Wade also had a really big business project. So he was very much ensconced in that for a few weeks and was away for a week running that. Uh, so yeah, we're just like kind of, yeah, ships that pass in the night right now. So that's why I'm extra excited to go away tomorrow together and just have some really beautiful romantic time. Can't wait. Uh, so yeah, I feel like there's, there's a few different things I wanted to chat to you about, uh, today. The first is, and foremost, first and foremost, is to say a huge thank you to you for being part of my business for the last few weeks. So launching is full on for the person doing the launching, but I'm also very aware that it's full on for the person being launched too. <laughs> so, and I know that not all of you, I know, a very high percentage of my audience are business owners or want to be business owners at some point. And uh, so, yeah, I know that Bell Darling may not be relevant to you listening right now. And yeah, I just want to say thank you for being in my world for the last few weeks as I did the glow up and then also did the Bell Darling launch. I could not do what I do without communities members like you. So thank you so much for being part of it all. It was all incredibly exciting. And what I actually wanted to do as part of this episode is to give you a, I'm calling it a baby debrief. So a mini debrief 
of the Glow Up and the Bold Darling launch. I love hearing about other people's launches and, and I love passing back my learning, learnings as well. And it's not very data driven, this debrief, because Cara and Sam and my team are pulling together all the bits and pieces at the moment, all the kind of different data points. God, I sound like a proper evaluator. Um, all the data points right now on my launch. So I don't have really much data to share with you. I will, we're, we're going through all of that together as a team at the end of this week. But yeah, this is more of like an anecdotal debrief, I guess, just to share with you how the launch went, um, top, top line experiences, what worked, what didn't work. So, uh, yeah, because I, I get asked a lot about launching. It's something that I work with a lot of my mentees on launching. So yeah, really keen to, to pass back some of the learnings from this one when it's still super fresh as well. So how I launched, so just to give you a bit of background. So Bold Darling is my platform for female entrepreneurs. At the moment, it is a mentoring, it's a membership program. And so there's a group of female entrepreneurs. So it's like rolling. So people come in and pretty much, yeah, it, it rolls month to month. And I launched the, so I did my first launch in March for Bold Darling. And uh, then I did another launch in June. So the March launch went like, next level amazing. It was absolutely huge. And I've been chatting to, because I'm, I'm on the hunt for a business coach at the moment. And I was chatting for someone in the US who specializes in memberships. And she was saying, yeah, you would expect your first launch to go really well because it's the people who've been following you for so long. There's a lot of pent up demand. And Bold Darling was the first new thing that I had launched for years other than my books. So yeah, she said you would expect your first launch to go really, really well. But of course, the mistake I made was I launched again in June. So I, I want to open doors twice a year, but I felt like because it was the first year, I would do it three times. I also wanted to test out different, with different timings on like what's a good time to open doors for Bull Darling. And also I had this thought that, well, it's almost coming up to the end of financial year. It's a time that a lot of business owners are trying to minimize their tax liability. So they want to make some investments in themselves and their business at that time. So that's why I, I launched in June. Uh, that launch didn't go so well. I brought brilliant women in, like thrilled with the caliber of the women that came in. And yeah, like they are some of the most engaged in, in the group. They've been really incredible at intake. But I didn't, yeah, it didn't hit the numbers in terms of what I was hoping or aiming to get to. So yeah, I was, I have to say I was a bit trepidatious. Is that a word? A bit apprehensive going into this launch because I was launching in October. Obviously, we've been getting a lot of doom and gloom about the economy and you just never know the kind of climate that you're launching into. And, and also I didn't know, like I only launched in June. It was only what, four months previous that I launched. And yeah, is there enough demand built up again for, for this? How I had launched Bell Darling the previous two times, because of course, because the March launch went so, went so well, I was like, okay, cool. Let's just do the very same thing again. So how I launched was I launched with a masterclass, so a free webinar. And then that was in week one. And then in week two of the launch, the carts open for, what is it? 10, nine to 10 days. And I did a second masterclass then like three or four days before cart closing. So that's what I did in March. I did it again in June. And then I just, I just decided like, I really just wanted you should up, like really make it a lot. I think what happened, right, is I went into the June launch going, cool, I know how to do this. A bit, a bit uh, cocky and probably a bit too relaxed because I was like, oh, it worked fine. I'll just wheel out the same formula. And, and it didn't work as well. So I really wanted to go into this one, creating a lot more 
uncertainty for myself. And that was based on a conversation that I had with a mentor I was working with earlier on this year. And I said to her about the launch, I just, the June launch, I just can't understand why it's not going better. I, I've done exactly what I did before. And she said, the problem is that word before, because you were trying to recreate something that had happened before. And she said, what, what you need to remember is that when we're doing something for the first time, there is so much magic and uncertainty and excitement attached to it. And that's where the, the magic happens. You know, that's where the, the excitement and the novelty can unfold. Whereas if we go into something, I'm nah, I did this before, just going to do it again. I'm not saying I was that chilled about it, but that's, that what happens is that we, we don't create the space for the magic to drop in. And that really, really resonated with me when she said that. So based on that and coming into this next launch, I said, I just want to create something I've never done before. And I also want it to be really high vibe. Like I, I'm, I'm learning more and more in my business that what I am trading is my energy. And that might sound a bit mercenary, but what, what I mean by that is people are, are, are attracted to my energy. Not everyone, you know, <laughs> not for everyone, but people are, the, the people who come and invest in my business, they're attracted to my energy and they want to be part of my energy. And of course I'm selling mentoring and I'm selling guidance and I'm selling systems and processes and templates and all that. But the biggest thing that I feel people come to me for is it's actually my energy. And even if that is an unconscious choice or conversation in their minds, that's really what we're being drawn to. And it's like anything, you know, the mentors that I've sought out, I'm really, if I examine my, my motivation for wanting to work with them, I, I want to tap into their energy. I want, I want to, I want a piece of how they're, they're feeling and how they operate in their lives and their businesses. So I wanted to create something that was really, really high frequency, high vibe. I wanted to go into it fucking excited. I wanted to go into it just feeling like I was about to host the most awesome party ever. (laughs) So that's what I wanted to do. And I had actually originally booked my launch dates for September. And when I booked them at the start of the year, I could see that Lexi was on school holidays that time. And I didn't really, I mean, looking back, I'm like, oh, Noreen, I didn't really register because we have our, she goes to holiday care during school holidays for some days. We have our nanny. I normally take a couple of days off to spend with her in school holidays as well. So I was just like, oh, it doesn't really change our kind of momentum as a family too much during school holidays. So it's fine. Not for a second, of course, thinking that a lot of my audience are, not all, a lot of them, but a significant portion of them are, are moms who do take the school holidays off to be with their families during school holidays. So I realized about a month out, I'm like, Lorraine, this is absolutely ridiculous. Of course, you're not going to launch on school holidays. No one's going to be checking emails. No one's going to be in there. Not no one, but a lot of people aren't going to be in the headspace of, of being in business mode when they're out trying to keep three kids occupied during the school holidays. And so then I was like, crap, I've got to move my launch. So I moved it into October. There was stuff that could not move. Uh, so I didn't have that beautiful white space that, that I have always aimed to have around my launches to make success, really. But um, it looked quite full. And then I wanted to do some kind of live experience. And I couldn't find time, like three or four days in a, consecutively where I could actually be available because I was hosting my retreat. I had a lot of mentoring happening, you know, all, all the things. So then I got epic, epic self-doubt. I really, really spiraled about what this was going to look like. I had an idea that I wanted to do something around a glow up because I was on my own personal glow up. So I stopped breastfeeding Wilder a couple of months ago and was on this huge, and still am on this big 
buzz to reclaim me, to get super hot, to get really fit, to just nix all the little kind of things that have been taking up mental real estate in my head. And uh, yeah, like, uh, and I called it my glow up. And I started to talk about the glow up and I realized that this was really resonating with people on a personal level. And I said, hang on, if I've done this for me personally, what would it look like if I created a glow up for business owners using the the most hard one lessons and almost like the 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 most pointy nuggets that I find really get that shift and that transformation within my my mentees and my community. So I said, okay, I'm going to do something called a glow up. I want to do it like a three to five day thing. And I just, I don't know, I got myself in such a fecking funk about it. And now, I mean, knowing what I know about about resistance. So if you haven't read the book, uh, Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield, please read it. I'll put the title in the show notes as well. So Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield. He talks about resistance. So whenever we're about to create something new or put something out in the world, we get this inner resistance, which tells us all the different reasons that it can't work. This is complete crap. I mean, when I was writing my book, my second book, Get Remarkably Organized, my resistance was like peaking when I was doing that one. And so I started to get really, really intense resistance about this glow up that, um, just, you know, I've messed up the timings. This isn't going to work. It's too rushed. Even though it wasn't, it was four weeks out. And yeah, it really got at me for about a week. I remember messaging one of my besties, Stace, just going, hon, I'm like spiraling on this. Like I need to get on top of it. So in the end, I just went like, Lorraine, you can't show up for four days live. So what are you going to do about it? Like, let's just, <laughs> let's move on, Lorraine. So what I did was I, instead of showing up live for four days, I created two days, which was pre-recorded. So I pre-recorded uh, day one and day two, and they were dropped early in the morning um, for, as part of the glow up. And then on day three and day four, I had live sessions with the group. So the glow up, I created the branding with my, my amazing designer, Stacy created the branding and I put it out there and actually put it out quite early. It wasn't starting for three and a half weeks. And that's, that's actually quite long notice for something like this, but I really wanted people to be able to get on board. I wanted to make sure that they could show up live and, and create that space and time to do day one and day two and uh, the pre-record ones. And, and I guess the intention behind the glow up, like, of course it was to create that, that uncertainty, like to create something I'd never done before. So I could really show up with that, that magic ready to, ready, ready to create that magic with that uncertainty. And the, the other thing as well was, again, another conversation with my mentor when I talked about, like, is there a way that, because you know, to, to dive into something like Bold Darling, it's a monthly membership. It's a, it's a commitment. You know, I'm, I'm asking people to show up and maybe people have read my book. So they've listened to the show or they follow me on Instagram and they feel like, okay, I've got a pretty good handle on the rain. But I really haven't done that much in terms of business education, business training and experiences. So my idea was to, well, this gives people, my language was it gives people a chance to try before they buy if they do something like the glow up with me. And then my mentor took it one level further and she said, it's essentially what you're doing with this idea is you're creating proximity to you. And her analogy was almost like, you're like, you're, you're ushering people over to sit at the campfire with you and spend some time with you. And then hopefully the idea then is that they spend that time with me around the campfire, close proximity. And they say, okay, I, 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 I get this chick. I trust her. She's got really good, good material and good, good content. I'm, I'm ready to go and, and commit to something like Bull Darling. So that was the intention behind it. And we put it out there. I put it out organically to my audience. And then we also had paid Facebook and Instagram ads promoting it as well. So we got to 400 people relatively quickly. 
and what the, and then I, I assumed that the, the the paid ads. So my intention was to get a thousand people on the glow up, and the idea then was that the paid ads would get us to the thousand. And and what actually happened was the uh, I feel like I'm skipping ahead, but yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll finish this thought. What happened was the ads. So for me to get someone to sign up for the glow up through my Facebook or, or Instagram ad, they were going to cold audience, so, so people who had never heard from me before followed me. And they were costing $11 to get people, which every business is very different. But for me, that's like eye-wateringly expensive. So after a week of these ads, I just said to my my Facebook and my Insta ads person, I should probably say meta ads person, I just like, just turn them off, turn them off. This is not worth it. It's too expensive. So we ended up getting to 550 people had registered by the glow up by the time day one rolled around, which is just insane, like so exciting. And what happened then was people signed up and they were immediately invited into the Facebook group. And we had, God, I'm not, I should, should have checked before I got on this. I think two thirds of people in the end joined the Facebook group, which I think is exceptionally high. And then a couple of mates in the online space have said, yep, that is, that's really, really good. And, and there was so much interaction. We asked people to introduce themselves as they came in. And what was really interesting to me was so many of the names in the glow up I didn't recognize. They they seem to be new. I'll confirm all this with my team once I get the full debrief, but there seemed to be a lot of new people came in. And maybe there were people who'd been lurking, for, for want of a better word, in my world for a while. And this was the first thing that they'd said, ah, this speaks to me. I'm going to sign up. And so, yeah, I did four days on the Glow Up, say day one, and they're all podcast episodes. So you could go back and listen if you like. So day one was all about uh, glowing up you as the business owner, as the individual. Day two was on systems and support. Day three was on sales and marketing. And day four was integration. So essentially bringing the whole experience together for participants. And um, the feedback was insane on the glow up. Like I, I could not believe how much momentum people got from a four day free program. And and I, I feel like I need to make a confession. Like the glow up I could have done in my sleep. That was, of course, I put really good stuff in there. It's not like I necessarily held anything back, but it was just such simple content and, and very high energy content. And I think that really kickstarted a lot of people into really big change in their businesses and their lives. So someone was saying to me uh, just last week, oh my God, I love the glow up. Like I'm looking up joining Bell Darling. And I said to her, if you loved the glow up, you will marry Bell Darling because I could have done the glow up in my sleep. Like that was, <laughs> you're, you're in with the big, the big kids now at Bell Darling, you know, it gets 10 times better than the glow up uh, in Bell Darling. So yeah, it was really cool to see the feedback and to hear how much, how much it really kickstarted people. And, and people took real action. There was accountability built into the Facebook group. It was, it was really, really awesome. And so how it worked was I did the videos and then in it, then I invited people to take an action. So to share what one action that they were going to take would be in the glow up Facebook group. And then I also asked them to do a social share tagging me in that I could reshare. And then we had spot prizes. So we gave away some kind of 30 to $50 value prize prizes each day. I think that was really fun. Again, I just wanted it to feel like a party and to feel really, really high vibe. And and then I also repurposed the content. So I repurposed the glow up then as podcast episodes too. So that essentially created four, four extra podcast episodes as well. So yeah, it was awesome. And so I just wanted to share with you a few things around what really worked with the glow up and a couple of things that didn't work so well. So as I said, I think the prizes worked really well. It just brought a whole level of fun and a, a bit of a competitive vibe into the whole glow up experience. 
I think also the branding was beautiful. Stacy did an absolutely incredible job with, with the branding. I feel like it was very aspirational, but yet approachable. Uh, yeah, I think she, she nailed it. And of course, I wanted to, to be in line, given this was the launch for Bold Darling. I was quite clear the color palette needed to be very much in line with Bold Darling without being Bold Darling. And I think Stacy absolutely nailed the brief on that. And I think just generally that the concept of a glow up resonated. There's a lot of people who are feeling stuck and overwhelmed and a bit meh and not feeling like they've got clarity on, on where their focus should be in their business. And the idea of a glow up really, really spoke to, to them. So I think it really, the, the, the invitation really spoke to them on, on, on quite a big level. Obviously, I think the fact that it was free <laughs> really, really helped. I had actually, I was thinking, I was intending on making the, the glow up and whatever it was going to be. I didn't know it was going to be the glow early, early on, but I was going to make it a paid program. And then the idea being that people would get there, if they joined it for Bold Darling, they would get the cost of their paid program back. So I might do that at some point in future, but I think for the purposes of the glow up and what ended up happening, it, it worked really, really, really well because there was no barriers to entry for people to come in and join. The other thing that I think worked really well with it, and we do this in Bold Darling anyway, any of the live sessions that we have in Bold Darling, we always share the video recording afterwards for people who can't make it live, but we also share the audio recording. And it was really cool watching the me getting tagged into to people's Insta stories and they're out driving and they've got me in their car doing the glow up with them. And I just, when I saw that, I, I just really realized podcasting is so intimate. You're, you're in people's most intimate parts of their life. You're in their ears as they're walking, as they're with their families, as they're driving around the car, maybe having a shower, going to the bathroom, getting ready in the morning. And I just loved that the glow up was able to become that as well. It was really, I, I talked about that proximity piece. It really gave me so much proximity to people who were, who were in the glow up. It was really amazing. I think the Facebook groups worked really well. There was so much interaction. It was very high vibe. And, and I feel like Facebook groups and how to run them is something that I really want to improve on. So I definitely got some really good lessons from, from the glow up one. And the other thing that worked really well, I felt was I did some bonus mini masterclasses for everyone in the glow up. So I did them, uh, the glow up finished on Saturday and I did a bonus masterclass on the Sunday night and on the Tuesday night. And that was live in the Facebook group. So that was very much exclusive to the glow up group. And the numbers were quite small on them, as in the turnout was nowhere near what it would have been, for example, on, on one of the live Zooms as part of the actual glow up. But the people who showed up were diehards, like they were so committed and it gave them a chance to ask any questions about joining Bell Darling. And quite a few of those people who showed up on those bonus mini masterclasses in the Facebook group went on to join Bell Darling. So I think it was a really good thing to just give them another chance to try before they buy and have that interaction with me. Uh, the other thing that I work, think worked incredibly well, not just in the glow, but for the whole Bold Darling launch was my energy. I think going, <laughs> it's funny, going into the glow up, feeling so glowed up myself, like feeling strong, feeling like I'm looking good and feeling really, really good in myself. I think that just made such a huge difference to the launch. I've gone into launches in the past a bit depleted and it just, it's almost like I crack in, I talk about you know, eating into our, our capital with energy management. And, and I feel like, yeah, I don't feel like I ever got into my capital 
during this launch. Like it was all interest. It was very self-sustaining, which felt really, really good. And I also, I haven't done this for a launch before, but holy crap, I'll be doing it every time. I worked with Rachel Crether. So I've talked about Rachel's work quite a bit. Uh, she yeah, I've done a few different blocks of work with her. So Rachel is an RTT practitioner. So rapid transformation therapy, which is a form of hypnosis. So I worked with Rachel in the run up to the launch just to clear any blocks I had around showing up, being seen, uh, grow, growing my abundance in my business, all of the things. And we did some, some clearing in that session. And then as Rachel does, then she created a hypnosis track for me. And, and I listen to that every day in the run up to the launch and every day during the launch. And I really think that made a fucking huge difference to my energy. Again, going back to that idea that I'm really trading my energy. I believe in my business and that really, uh, amplified my energy. And I would do the hypnosis, for example, before I sat down and recorded the, the pre-recorded videos for day one and day two. I, I did the hypnosis. Uh, I did it. Yeah. Either every morning or every night. And I missed a couple of days, but I, I was very, very consistent with that. And I had so many comments on my energy from my Kajabi guru who builds my Kajabi sites to so many members of the glow up to my friends, to Wade. So many people commented on my energy during the launch. So yeah, thanks, Rachel. <laughs> a huge difference. And the other thing actually I will say that helped enormously, and this is more kind of behind the scenes stuff, was Wade just gripping everything up at home. I have said to him in the past when I've got launches, like, you need to pretend I'm not here. Like, obviously, I'm here to be here with the kids and love on them and everything. But I just, I cannot do housework and do my usual kind of load. And he does a lot anyway. But I just said to him, like, I really need you on at home. And and in the past, it's just been more of a tug of war in a way. I feel that like he tends to have something big on as well. And it's like, okay, well, but I also need to get my stuff done. And I feel like he just went all in with me. And it was great that he was in a position to do that because his workload was a bit, bit, bit slower post delivering his big project a couple of weeks, actually the week before my launch, which wasn't ideal because I was like, no, I'm so exhausted. But I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Matt, energy, energy, energy. So yeah, I think that just made a huge difference. Just, I would, we would have dinner. And, and he would say, okay, babe, do you need to, do you need to hit it again? And I'll, yeah, I just need, I need two more hours just to clear the decks and write my sales emails and do all the things. And he was like, cool, I've got it. And I cannot tell you how much of a difference that made this launch. I think between the work with Rachel and me working on my, my glow up and then Wade being so supportive and on it, it just completely changed the game between those three, three factors. It was really, really incredible. So yeah, hugely grateful to Wade. I was calling him the MVP <laughs> the last night. He was great. And um, okay, so that's what worked. Okay, a couple of things that didn't work. God, I can't read my writing here. Uh, the ads, as I've already said, they were just eye-wateringly expensive, not worth the investment. So that that didn't work. I'm I'm sorry we didn't turn them off earlier. I wasn't on top of the stats enough. But um, yeah, I'm glad we turned them off when we did. And the other thing that. I'm kind of reluctant to say it didn't work because quite a few people did still show up. The the glow up ran Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, so Wednesday and Thursday were pre-record. Friday was a live session. And then Saturday. So we had about, I think we had about 65 live on the Friday. And on the Saturday, there was only about 25 live. So quite a big drop off in numbers on the Saturday. So that's either the timing or the fact that Saturday wasn't about let me teach you stuff. It was about, okay, let's integrate this and let's answer any questions and really get, 
get some momentum from here. So yeah, I probably wouldn't run a session on a Saturday again. I actually thought that would be good because people might have a bit more headspace. But yeah, I, I wouldn't run something on a, on a Saturday again, unless it was required as part of whatever I'm doing. Um, so yeah, that's what worked and what didn't work so well on the glow up. And as I did say, this is a very anecdotal debrief because the team is pulling together the, the full report at the moment for me. But I'm hoping this is helping you. Okay, so then we kicked into pretty much the bold. So of course, the whole thing was the bold darling launch, part of the glow up. But once the glow up finished on the Saturday, then it was the, 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 the campaign moved into a different phase because then it was about, okay, it was about converting people who had done the glow up into joining up for Bold Darling. And, and that was my strategy, uh, before it was in previous launches, do the webinars and then talk to my whole audience and get them, get, get them into Bold Darling. And with this one, it was actually so simple. It was get as many people as possible to glow up, deliver as an amazing experience as possible so they get a really good taste of what they have to look forward to when they join Bull Darling and then get them into Bull Darling. It was really that that was the strategy in a nutshell. So in terms of um, what happened for the Bull Darling launch, so they're really, let's say there wasn't much. The glow up was the really big bit that I showed up live for. and And then from there, we... We had a couple of promotions running. So I had a competition running to give away a one hour mentoring session with me, one on one session. And that was exclusively to the glow up group. So everyone who signed up for Bull Darling before the Sunday night would go into the draw to win that. And uh, I was expecting a bit of a rush on applications on Sunday afternoon, given that that was the case. It didn't really transpire. And then I did a second promotion, which was broadly so anyone could win this, anyone who had entered applied for Bull Darling. And it was to give away a Remarkable, which is valued at $700. So that was a pretty, I mean, that's the biggest competition I've ever done aside from giving away time with me. And yeah, again, that was closing on Tuesday night that everyone who got in before eight uh, was in that draw. Again, I didn't feel like it gave that, it gave that big kick to, to applications. The reason I wanted to do it then um, was to, you, you would always expect quite a big rush in your last day, the last 24 hours. So generally, and I know I've got friends in the online space who would say this as well, you get half your sales on the last day. So I wanted to really just get as many people in as early as possible so that then the sales on the last day would be, you know, that that, that would hopefully happen. But yeah, I didn't feel like the promotions made a huge impact. They were fun and I'm glad I did them. But um, yeah, they didn't have that kind of big immediate, I, I couldn't link them through to a big surge in applications. Um, for sure. Uh, the other thing then, so we had Facebook and Instagram ads going and they were just to my warm audience. So what we did is we uploaded my email list and we uploaded the glow up list onto um, ads manager. I have clearly did not manage this myself. And then we targeted just those people. So we weren't looking for a cold audience anymore. It was just those people who already knew about the glow up, who knew about me. And we were reminding them that bold darling doors were open and they were closing. Mm, I didn't, I don't think our ad strategy was great. And it's because I just didn't give it enough focus. I pretty much just made it a doors are open, doors are closing, get in today. And I think I could have been so much more clever with them in terms of sharing stories that were testimonials from existing members, uh, doing like a portal tour, for example. I think I would be, I, I know I would be a lot more creative with those next time around. And, and again, I think it was just an area that I didn't, I didn't give enough love to. And um, and then the other thing that I did then as well, so this was fun to do. I had, of course, the glow up list, everyone who had done it. So 550 people 
sorry, who had done it, but who had signed up. And then I asked Sam and my team to go back through the Facebook group and to go back through the chat files on the the two live sessions and pull together a, a list basically of everyone who had been most engaged in the glow up. And then with those people, then I sent them a really sweet little, probably one minute long video message. I use tech called Bonjuro. I'll pop that in the show notes as well. And I recorded a little video message and said, just want to say thank you for being part of the glow up. Wanted to see if you're looking at Bull Darling. And yeah, if you are, if you've got any questions at all, very happy to answer them. And that was pretty cool then because it created a direct line between me and them. They could email me back with any questions. Uh, a couple of people I had a phone call with. And yeah, that seemed to work really, really well. The previous two launches for Bold Darling, I've had discovery calls with each person as they join. So people apply, I have a call with them, we discuss their application, and then we decide whether or not it's a fit. I didn't want to do that this time because, well, A, it's not scalable as the group gets bigger and launches get bigger. It's not going to be scalable to do that. It's only me and I'm. I, it's just not realistic to spend 20 hours on the phone. And as much as I love talking to everyone. And also this launch, as I said, my calendar was really booked out. So I just, I physically didn't have the time to do those calls this time around. So I think the video messages really helped in that sense to give people a forum to ask me a question if they did have any. And just to sense check whether or not it was a good fit for them for where they're at at that point. And, and then the other thing then, oh, I also did these drop-in calls. This was a bit of a trial. I was conscious that I wasn't doing those calls, those one-on-one calls. So what I did was I said, Hey, I'm going to be on zoom. And this went into all my sales emails and on Insta. I'm going to be on zoom from one to one thirty tomorrow. I did one lunchtime session and one nighttime session. If you want to jump in and ask me any questions, no one dropped in. (laughs) It was kind of like hosting a birthday party and no one coming, which was pretty funny. But, you know, I'm always keen to try new things. I didn't take it personally. So, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that again. I don't think I think the video messages were better in terms of creating that connection with other people, with people who were thinking about joining. And what else did I want to tell you? Yeah, so that that's everything that was happening. And then I get to Thursday morning, which is when cards closing. And we had an application at about half seven in the morning. And then it was freaking crickets all day, not one application all day long. I was, you know what? I I feel like I would have been peaking. I think the hypnosis was really helping. And then the other thing, I was actually feeling really anxious about car closing day because I had such a full day. I had a three-hour mentoring session with one of my annual mentees. I had an accountability call with another one of my annual mentees. I had a team training for one of my other annual mentees. It was a big annual mentees day over in North Sydney. And there was something else that day as well. Heck, I can't remember. I had something else on. I, I worked out I had six and a half hours of contact time on car closing day. And I said to Wade that morning, I was like, I'm actually feeling really anxious about today. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do all this and like still be available to show up for the launch as well. And he said, babe, it actually might be a really good thing. And he was so right because I love spending time with those mentees. I love spending time with all of them. I was really, it really raised my vibe being with them. And also I was just distracted. I was busy presenting to them, mentoring them. So I wasn't like obsessively checking refresh on my email inbox to see if any new applications had dropped in. And I think that was a really, really good thing because as it turned out, there was nothing, like nothing all day. So at eight, seven, whatever I said, eight, seven, eight, I can't remember, seven thirty, eight thirty in the morning, I was sitting at nine applications and nine approved applications. Like I didn't approve a couple. So nine, like full on, like, yes, they're coming into Bill Darling. And then yeah, crickets all day. I'm like starting to get really like 
WTF is going on? Like, are my emails working? <laughs> All of the things. And yeah, I called Wade on the way home from North Sydney for my mentees because I came out of that session, loved the, the session with her team. And I came out and checked my emails and there was no, no, no applications. And I tried to call Wade. He was with the kids at Jiu-Jitsu. And I just messaged him and I was like, babe, like this is really, really weird. I don't know what's going on. Because as I said, you expect to get 50% of your your um, sales on that, on that last day. And that was not happening. So yeah, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And then at 5 p.m., I had an application. And I was like, okay, cool. That the system's working. <laughs> I can't blame the system here. And then it was crickets again. And I just messaged Stace, my buddy, and I was like, Stace, I just want to go crawl into bed. Like, I cannot believe. And I was, I need to be really clear, right? I am so grateful to those nine. And then that, that 10th woman who joined, like, that's amazing. It's more just the feeling of, like, it's so much work launching and it's so much pressure on me, obviously, but more so the people around me, like my team, we're working double hours. Wade is pretty much working double hours at home. And then you just don't want to let people down. Like I just said to Wade, like you've put so much into this with me and I just don't want to not get the result for us. You've made so much sacrifice, so many sacrifices to, for me to do this over the last couple of weeks. So yeah, I just said to Stace, I just want to crawl into bed. And, uh, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to do. Like, should I go on live on Insta? Like, what should I do? And she was like, yeah, go live, go live at about 8, 8 30. And I was like, right. And I went in and sat down and We'd had dinner. This is like, so it's like 6 p.m. now. I'm like, oh my Lord. And uh, I, I wrote it across the, the the top of my Remarkables of my notebook, basically. And I just wrote big launch energy and big capitals and underlined. And I was like, okay, what can I do to really bring this home strong? And I reached out to three of my Bold Darling members, like completely last minute and said, hey, would you be up for getting on Insta Live with me this evening? Uh, they all said yes. And I was like, oh my Lord, thank you so much. It was all their first time doing an Insta Live. And I also kept sending the video messages. So um, I sent video messages to all the, the new people who had signed up, kept kept going with them, the ones that I, I hadn't done from the day before. And and I was like, okay, we had sent an email out at 6 a.m. to my whole database. We'd sent an email out at 12 p.m. And we'd sent an email at 6 p.m. saying like three hours to go type thing. And this is past 6 p.m., right? So normally after each of those emails on the last day, you see quite a big flurry of, of applications. Fecking crickets. So I like, all right, there's obviously a message that I could be sharing here. Like there's, there's still something I could do. So I messaged Cara, who's our brilliant VA in the Philippines. And I said, Cara, can you send one last sales email? I've never sent four emails in a day in my entire business life. And, uh, she's like, yeah, cool. I'm here. I can get it, get it up as soon as you send it to me. So I sat down and I wrote an email and pretty much what I said was a couple of things. I said, first of all, so when you go on the Bold Darling sales page, you sit, well, it's not there now at the moment because we're closed, but when, when it was open, it says, uh, this is the annual investment and you save $400 a month if you pay upfront, or you can go on a monthly payment plan. There is no minimum term. You, you know, you basically saying you've got full flexibility. So my assumption from that is people would go, okay, well, I could just come in for three months. And I, if I love it, I love it and I'll stay. If I don't love it, that's cool. It's three months and I can come out again. So I fully assume that people would kind of put two and two together themselves on that. And Wade is like, babe, I think you need to call it out. Like maybe people are just looking at it going, oh, I've got to stay in for a whole year. And it's a big commitment, you know, time-wise, financially, all the things. 
So he's like, why don't you just like let people know that they don't have to stay for a year? And I was like, but it's there. Like it's on the sales page. And he was like, just, just try. So I was like, oh my God. Okay. So I wrote an email and I said, look, my intention with you, if you join is that you're, you love it. I love you. And it's the best thing you ever did. And I'll be kicking you out when we're both old and gray. And, but that said, if you, you, you can join and you can give it three months and see what shifts and see what changes. And, and I just called that out. It was a really interesting lesson in calling out, um, very openly something that we would assume as business owners that, well, of course people get that, but maybe people didn't. And then I also said, I'm extending the, the, the deadline, um, because I'd had a couple of messages on Insta saying, Hey, look, I'm in WA, Western Australia, and it's, it's only, whatever it was, 3 p.m. here. Like I'm, I'm, I haven't got it in yet. So I'm like, okay, there's obviously people who are still keen. So I sent out an email. It was sent at 9 p.m., like so late. I was like, there's no fucking way anyone's going to read this. And, and I talked about the extension. I talked about the fact that you could join as in the extension to, to, to apply. The fact that you could just join for three months. I called out the fact as well that if you join, you really get like the back catalog for six months of awesome content. And, and I also did a portal tour, which I hadn't, hadn't done. So we've got a portal in the back end of Bold Darling, which is pretty much like the hub of all things Bold Darling. And I just did a, a little loom video and, and took people on a little, it was like three minute tour of the, the portal. And I put that in the PS and we sent that email out at nine. And then it was on. Oh my God. That email just kicked ass. It was so cool. So I was at 10 and then we went up to 14. And the last application that I approved was at midnight on Thursday night. So I went to bed, Wade, Wade was passed out and he woke up and I came in. He's like, babe, how'd it go? How are you going? Like kind of what's going, that's the final result. And I was like, oh, we're at 14. Like, I'm really, really happy with that. And then the next morning I woke up and there was another application, which I also approved. And then I had a two people, one person email saying, I'm so sorry, I missed the cutoff. Can I still apply? So we let that person in. She applied and we let her in. And then someone else asked me a question on Instagram. And I just said, oh, she's just asking this question for like future reference for future launches. And she was like, okay, cool. I want to apply. So I was like, okay. So we landed at 17 people, which I am so freaking over the moon with, like so over the moon with. And interestingly, every single person who signed up for Bull Darling had done the glow up. How cool is that? So cool. So yeah, I am over the moon with the results. Like so, 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 so happy with that. Um, and yeah, as I said, I wanted to share a bit, a bit behind the scenes as to how, how it all came together because yeah, I know, I know a lot of you are maybe if you're not right now, but you're open to building online businesses or entities at some point. So yeah, I thought it would be helpful to, to pass on the learnings. So from here, so bold darling doors are closed now. As I'm recording this today, I just had the welcome session this morning for all the new members and they are so great. And just the diversity of businesses, like there's a physio, um, company, there's a pet transport company, there's a, Oh God, I'm going to use the right word, but basically like a landscape designer. Uh, there's a PT who's opening a gym. There is someone who's starting a meditation business. There's an events, event stylist. There is, oh my God, so many others. I'm trying to remember. There's an automotive business. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Like the diversity and just how their challenges are so similar. Like each of them introduced themselves to the group today. I think we had 14 live today, which was great. And yeah, just the, the shared experience, you know, that's, that's what this is all about. It's being with other people who get it and understand it and, and are there for in the interest of their own growth and also the growth of everyone else in the group. So 
Yay! So, so, so happy. Um, so yeah, next time, so doors open again in March, so there'll be another intake. And I do think there were some really strong seeds planted for next March as well. Like a lot of people said to me, look, Lorraine, this looks awesome. I just need six months to get my shit together on the money front or the time front or whatever. And then I'm, I'm there in, in March. Someone even said it's in my calendar. So yeah, I, I feel like there'll be a really nice halo effect from this launch onto next time. And ideally you would think you'd, you'd want that to happen each time. So yeah, I think I would definitely do a similar strategy next year. I want to want to create the magic again. Like again, learning from this, I don't want to just roll out the same thing again. I want to create some magic. So yeah, I don't think I would do a glow up again, um, but maybe a similar model, but we just focus on different things. I don't know. It's it's all for me to get to cook up over the next six months or so. Uh, something I would definitely do next time is just commit to constantly growing my audience earlier. So growing Instagram, growing, growing um, email, my email list. I've been very sporadic with, with having lead magnets up there to, to grow email, uh, email list and just how expensive the ads were. So like I've got a lead magnet that's running at the moment and I am getting people on there for $2.50. So think about it. I get, I really go hard on that now over the next kind of, well, really three to four months. And, and then when I'm doing something like a glow up esque thing in future, that then we could, um, yeah, it just means we're not trying to get them in at $11. You know, we're getting people in at $2 and then loving on them and sharing all the great content that, that I share over the next few months. And then with a the view to them saying, yeah, cool, I want to sign up for something else, but I'm not getting them cold into something like a glow up. So I would really, that's, that's a big commitment for me over the next six months. Wouldn't do the Q and A calls again, as in that kind of drop in session. I thought it was a cute idea to try. There wasn't really any take up, so probably wouldn't do that again. And, and yeah, launch again in March. So that October launch timing seems to be really good. So my intention next year is to launch in March. It's already booked in the kind of annual calendar for the business and, and also launch in October again. So yeah, that was a, as I said, it's, it's a baby debrief on, on the Bold Darling launch. And, and then the last thing I just wanted to fill you in on this week as part of this week's episode that I'm going to, this is going to be the last episode for a while on the Lorraine Murphy show. And because I'm stepping this show back, this, this podcast back somewhat. Um, but don't worry, I am launching a new podcast. So the Bold Darling podcast is coming soon to your ears. And the reason I want to do that is that I've, I've found that the last Jesus, four or five seasons now of the Lorraine Murphy show have been really quite specific on business and everything that we need to build great businesses. And, and I felt like it would make sense to house that in a, in a, in a, a channel of its own, which will be the Bell Darling podcast. And with that, I'll be covering like really quite similar topics to what I cover here on the Lorraine Murphy show, but it will be more education based and it will be solely business related and like business and kind of surrounding topics like I talk about on here. And then the Lorraine Murphy show, my intention then is to kind of pop up every now and then with ad hoc for, for now, it may change kind of next year or the year after. But for example, my, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know at the end of each year, I do a, like, basically like my, my highs and lows, both business wise and personal wise at the end of the year. So like that kind of episode will live on the Lorraine Murphy show. It'll continue to live on here. So it'll be more be uh, just a bit more ad hoc on this show. And of course, you'll get an email when new episodes come up. And, and if you're subscribing, like, please do subscribe as well if you haven't, just to make sure that you don't miss those episodes when they do come up. But yeah, the Bold Darling podcast will be launching in the next month or so. We're just kind of working on the final behind the scenes bits and pieces. I have done so many awesome podcast uh, in interviews with guests already. I've like, got a really nice bank of, of episodes building already. 
And, and yeah, how I want this, the, the, the Bold Darling podcast to be, it'll be more educational, more like almost like mini masterclasses as, as episodes. I also want to really dive deep into people's entrepreneurial stories. So successful entrepreneurs and, and their stories. I would really, um, I really want to highlight the Bold Darling group, like people who are doing great things in there and what they're learning, um, about their businesses and their lives right now. So yeah, I'm really, really excited about that show. It's got a beautiful look and feel. Stacey has killed it on the branding for, for the, the podcast. And, and yeah, I'm really, really excited to share that with you. So. I'll be popping up occasionally here in this home that we're talking in right now, but I will send you all the details. So if you're not on my email list, just make sure you jump on my list. Just go to lorrainemurphy.com.au and get on my list. And of course, as I said, make sure that you are subscribing to this show, The Lorraine Murphy Show, and The Bold Darling Podcast will be coming in the next four weeks or so. I will make sure I make a big song and dance about it so that you don't miss anything. So yes, that's my big, wow, I feel like I've just given you a massive download today. <laughs> it must be all my my talking um, training over the weekend with my girlfriends. Uh, so yeah, so that that's everything that's happening right now. It is my birthday tomorrow. So I'm about to go pick up the kids from daycare and school, get them home, give them an early dinner, and then we're going to go trick-or-treating. And yet, Wade and I are, are going away tomorrow. So I've got a little birthday cake that I'll do with the kids in the morning so they can be part of it. Like Wade, Wider won't actually give a crap. Of course, this is all for Lexi. And then Wade and I will, will head up the coast tomorrow. So excited. So yes, sending you, oh, and actually to also say, so it's my birthday tomorrow and then it's our 10 year anniversary, wedding anniversary on Wednesday. So it's a really, really, really special time in our family this week. So yeah, really, really excited too. I think that's the thing as well I've been learning over this month. It's to, you know, I, I don't love the word balance, but it's that idea of I've put a, there's been a lot of input into my business over the last month or so between the retreat and the glow up and the bold darling launch and all the things. And it's just been really nice to put input into more personal, like going away with the, my girlfriends this weekend. And Wade and I had a beautiful lunch, like a celebration lunch on Friday from my launch and, and one of his business wins as well. And we went shopping for a ring and like, it was just really it's just really nice to feel that that holistic. It's the whole principle that Bold Darling is built on, you know? It's it's been really, really beautiful. I feel very, very deeply happy at the moment, which is a really nice place to be right now. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And every single person that has contributed to that that being the case. And and actually the last thing I want to say as well is just stay tuned again. Please do jump on my email list because I'm about to send an email out over the next couple of weeks about mentoring next year. So a couple of opportunities for mentoring, one-on-one mentoring with me next year. So yeah, just make sure you're on my email list because I'll, I'll drop a note out about that very soon as well because next year is pretty much all planned already. So yeah, just want to get people across the mentoring plans for next year as well. So sending all my love. Thank you for being part of the Lorraine Murphy show. It is not going anywhere. It will still be here. It'll just, as I said, it'll be a little bit more sporadic when I pop up here and I'll pop here with my, my Lorraine hat on as opposed to kind of my business bowl darling hat as well. So sending all my love. Thank you so much for being part again of this week's episode. And uh, yeah, you probably will hear from me again at the end of December on this particular show, but please do stay tuned for the bowl darling podcast i cannot wait to bring it to you it's it's really really great even if i do say so myself sending love thank you i'll chat to you soon thank you for being part of this week's episode it was remarkable to have you i am always keen to hear your thoughts questions ideas and suggestions for future topics for the podcast so please get in touch on instagram my handle is at lorraine remarks and through my website lorrainemurphy.com.au 
If you're enjoying what I'm putting out here, please do rate, review or subscribe to the podcast so more people can find out about it and we can build this special community. Or even better, do all three. Chat to you next week.